0: Hello. Stay. On the line. Who is this? Hello everybody and welcome to Stay on the Line A Horror Genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Carter. We have a new episode every Thursday where we talk about something horror genre related and this week we are welcome back with longtime guest this bitch is finally not that busy please welcome zanny x
1: hello 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 long time guest uh how are you tara uh,
0: i'm i'm pretty <laughs> well um just you know we struggle to get this meeting started and we are 45 minutes in and we have finally started recording so yes <laughs> do you want to yes. tell them any situation you had
1: Uh, my microphone is missing, and if a bitch took it, I will find out, but I have a new microphone, and, uh, I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited for you to hear my crisp, beautiful voice. So, Zany, what have you been up to? (laughs) Uh, I've just been traveling, uh, so I went to New York for a few days, um, and then I went back to New York for a few days, and then I am back home now, so. So you got money. No, I had money, but then I don't have any money anymore. And I honestly, don't know. I never you
0: want to live in New York. I, I think that means you have money. No, I also never, I didn't have money
1: to clarify. Delta just fucked over me royally the last time I was flying to go down and visit my family. Uh, and so I got a lot of uh, credits to fly with Delta again
0: to make up for it. Mm. I've, I've been sewing a lot. I got a costume over there. I know
1: um, you've been sewing a lot and you've been sewing for some people I saw.
0: Bitch, now you're just making shit up. <laughs> All right, Zanny, what are we talking about today?
1: Today we are talking about the beautiful, beautiful,
0: beautiful Shudder series called Creepshow. Which Which was inspired from the two films, Creepshow and Creepshow 2, which I think had Stephen King and I think George A. Romero on that. I didn't know that. So shout out to Shudder. You can watch the Creepshows 1 and 2 on there, as well as their exclusive series, Creepshow Show. Yeah, oh, it was directed by George A. Romero, and I think Stephen King was somewhere on set. Probably doing yeah, Stephen
1: King, I know he was involved with it.
0: So for those who don't know, Creepshow is just like the movie where it's an anthology. If you've seen VHS, this is what VHS was inspired by, mostly, I believe. So v- uh, Creepshow is just like an anthology movie where they have different stories all together, and they're predominantly spooky, and that's what the TV show is. You get two anthology episodes each or two anthology stories each episode. So it's kinda like a uh, goosebumps for adults.
1: Yeah, it's like uh goosebumps meets shivers meets uh I don't know, like an old magazine kind of fantasy, like an old like horror comic. Yeah,
0: it's like a comic book style thing. So like throughout the like scenes you get transitions of like comic book style, which is I I guess that's pretty cool they, they You know, they have some artists that they can book for that, so. And then you also get the, the Crypt Keeper, who's constantly like, (laughs) (laughs) every single episode, that bitch is booked, so. That bitch is booked and blessed, baby. They are here and they are there. All right, Zany, um, who directed, I guess, created this TV series that we're looking at today? There's a lot of actors for each episode, so we will not be able to list them. If you're curious about that, I would just look up the wiki page for each story, or also just subscribe to Shudder. So yeah,
1: the main executive producer was Greg Nicot- Nicotero. Is that what I'm saying mm. that right? Nicot- Nicotero, Nicot- Nicotero, and then um, it also has like a list. So this was it says that uh, you know Greg uh, Greg Nicotero, David uh, Bruckner, John Harrison, Rob Schrab, Roxanne Benjamin, and Tom Savini were all like directors for this uh, project. Peony, uh, and then there was a bunch more you know executive producers. But again, because it was an anthology series, and each episode was a different anthology, theme. anthology. Uh, Anthropology (laughs) Anthrology Work, bitch (laughs) There's a bunch So if you want to look it up You can look up on Headhunters uh, The Horror House Wiki And it gives you all the information Of every single episode And tells you every single person uh, Involved Which is really cool But it is a list of all lists That is so crazy Because I also I was like like,
0: I want to light a candle Because I I feel like It's spooky season eyeballing
1: this candle For the past 15 minutes And I was like I can't pick it up
0: Because if I pick it up I'll make sound Oh, I... I, I'm doing it for you. Wh- which scent is yours? Mine is Let's Give Em Pumpkin to Talk About by Mainstays, something available at Walmart. Honestly, this one's pretty good. I think it was only like $7. Um, Mine is Sunlit Mandarin Berry. Very summery smell.
1: Yeah, and it's by Candlelight
0: from Leesburg,
1: Ohio.
0: I don't know why we're saying their names, bitch. They are not sponsoring us. Bitch, you need to get a pumpkin scent. Or cinnamon scent.
1: Yeah, I went to the market. Tis the season. I went to the market and
0: she was all that there was, so... It's the spooky season, are you excited?
1: Spooky, uh, am I excited? Yes.
0: Okay, work. (laughs) Instead of going, like, episode beat by beat, I decided to do with Zanny that we should just rank the stories from, like, least favorite to favorite. Not, like, necessarily we're giving them a 1 out of 10 score, but just, like, how we feel... Our, and Zanny and I have two different lists. I don't know what Zanny's list looks like. Zanny doesn't know what my list looks like. So we're just gonna go by our, like a, a numbered list from twelve to one. So this is gonna be a creep show season one ranking. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. Instead of going like beat by beat, I think it would be kind of yeah, interesting. More,
1: uh, personal. We yeah, we.
0: A little bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll explain like our reasons.
1: What was oh, yeah. the reason?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? Give me the reason, Mimi. Me- okay, so do you want to get started with it? Do, shall we? I, so are we start with worst, or are we gonna start with our favorite? You gotta start with our least favorite, and then the, you gotta say the best for last. You know, okay.
1: I will say uh, the one that was so maybe it was because I was diving in to the show. You know, so I haven't fully mentally absorbed it yet. Yeah, um, but the first one was, was weird and great matter. matter f- it was still a good one. You know, I don't want anyone to feel anybody who's listening. To this might feel like, "Oh, I didn't like it." Do you it want to just, give like
0: a quick little synopsis of non-spoiler synopsis of this one?
1: Yeah. So basically, there's this boy, and he, daddy, runs to, yeah, this little boy who calls his dad "daddy" way too many times for it to be culturally appropriate. I was kind of confused.
0: Yeah, daddy needs uh, his uh, his heroes. Daddy needs his
1: heroes. Yeah, but he runs to this um.
0: A convenience this, store.
1: Convenience store, and conveniently, there are people there that he bumps into, and
0: and one like, of them is uh, Tobin Bell from Saw.
1: Yes, which was crazy, uh, because, like, I, how, like, what, what was the, what was the conversation, what was the deal? Um,
0: Mama needed an acting gig. Okay, needed a
1: gig, and this is what they got. Yeah. Um, and so basically, the you know, the, the boy... There's a hurricane coming, and the boy's looking for supplies. But this one bitch is, like, over analyzing this kid. Like,
0: she's Oh, my like, God. She is asking so many fucking questions. Just randomly. About, said, like... Are you- because he doesn't want to go back home because he's scared of his daddy. And so the doctor and the cop there are like, hey, let's go, because they're best buddies or whatever. You also see, like, when the kid comes in on the newspaper, missing twins. So that comes mm. in later because the twins were killed by the father, who turns <gasps> into a, a creature... But, like, this woman is like, you need to tell me what happened to your daddy so that we can help you. I said, you don't, though. You don't. Don't let this kid tell you all
1: his trauma. I said, is she a psychiatrist? And, no, she's his tutor from sixth grade. Uh, The way that she unpacks it, she just goes, you look like you're not eating. Let me go cook for you. And I said, I literally, because I was watching it with uh, Tristan and my drag sister, Kiana Uchawi, little shout out. Um, And we were watching it together. And I was like, this is a hurricane. Like, they're not going to have power. She's not going to be able to cook for them. And then they're like, I don't know. And well, if they had, the like, power... an, a,
0: a gas, like, mini electric. Yeah, but electric.
1: You, during, I mean, we were young. But during Katrina, were you like, let me go cook a four-course meal? No. I had a, a can of beans and a lighter, and I lit that, and I just ate food and, and prayed.
0: Mm. So what was your reasoning for, I guess, ranking this one so low?
1: It symbolizes a lot of, like, alcohol dependencies, and a lot of being an alcoholic and like in an abusive home but to me it wasn't like executed in a way that made sense to me yeah i don't know it was just kind of it was if it would have been maybe a longer story there was a lot of there was a lot of depth that we could have gotten into uh that we didn't get into because
0: it was very like i think it was yeah because obviously they're only like 20 minutes long i think it was the execution of the boy because he's supposed to be narrating kind of this whole story that. and I don't know like I think he's supposed to be playing younger but he looks older and I just don't get this woman asking so many fucking questions just randomly is like are you eating like like she's it seems like if you were just listening to the audio sh- you would think she has a knife pulled up to this kid being like tell me
1: what oh no what's really confusing right is <laughs> I'm jumping to the end uh, so the boy confesses that his dad is, is addicted to this bad Virgino, right? And every yeah, Harrows, beverage, which had
0: like mold on it when mold on it and gunk and every time when he, when he went it to it go and, pick it up. So obviously there's something wrong with this beer thing. or something.
1: Um and like when the dad like spills it, it's like this black goo and like the dad starts turning into this weird creep. The daddy starts turning into this weird creature. Oh yeah, it looks pretty gross. gross. Like he yeah, like.
0: So he, like, absorbs Tobin Bell's, like, hand and, yeah. What kills me is the boy, him. the
1: younger boy, Uh, halfway through the movie, she, he opens the door and he's like, Daddy! And, like, the dad is gone, like, has just full monster mode, but is under a blanket. Oh, yeah, and, and it looks gross. It's covered in sludge. It's so gross. It yeah. literally looks foul. And the boy goes, My blanket! Like, <laughs> I immediately was like, "Something is wrong with your father figure." <laughs> my bud. blanket. But he just goes, Ma, "That's my blanket." You know, this chaotic thing happens, which we can dissect in a second. But the woman that we're talking about, the the woman that just makes no sense, she j- sits down in front of a, a calculator Bitch, and just, she's like, like, like doing away, like...
0: math. I don't understand what the and... fuck is she doing.
1: <laughs> No explanation. The power is out. The hurricane is hitting. Like there's a there's lightning flashing, and you can see this creature outside that is attacking them. And she's just like four billion minus two billion minus three million equal da. And then she's gonna goes, take
0: oh. over the world and in
1: six days. Like, girl, where did you get your resources? where did you get yeah, your hypothesis? Where did you get
0: that from? And then it just cuts. Yeah, so that was <laughs> yours. I will say special effects. I loved it. I thought it was special good. effects. Just oh, a
1: fox Special effects, 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah. I think it was just the writing of, like, what they should do with that son was a little shaky. Now, for me, my number 12 spot went to Night of the Paw. Because I feel like... (gasps) Okay. So, I I ranked it there, right? Because it's a monkey paw situation. And the, the main guy is explaining to this woman... What happened to his wife? She died after she used her last wish on the monkey paw. paw, Three wishes. So he's like, let me wish her back to life. And then she's a zombie and like bites at him. And so he's like, I wish her to be dead. So she dies. And then his last wish is to be murdered, which I'm like, you would have died anyway if you you used your last wish, you know? So he could have used it for something good because he knew he was going to die anyways. But he decides Mm. to use his last wish that would have killed him anyways to then die. Like, he could have been like, I wish to end world hunger, and they would have eaten him. But then it probably would have been like a nuke would have killed (laughs) him. Okay, so, like, his last wish was, like, to bring him a killer to kill him. And that's where we're introduced to this woman who... Killed her husband with a freaking silencer pistol, like in the head of I the said, hospital. Uh, I was like, We didn't pull the plug, or I said, I literally was like, You
1: don't want to pull the plug. And when she whipped the, the pistol on the, the camera, I said, With the silencer, mama, said, it's
0: the fact there was a silencer.
1: The silencer with the oversized trench coat and the hat and, and the everything. hat. It was drama. Like, she said, I have to go murder my husband. Let me dress the part. And yeah. I said, Carmen San Diego, this is where you've been.
0: Yeah. And the and thing that. What I, I wanted to say was like She sits down and she's like She doesn't believe anything he's saying But he's telling the whole story about the monkey paw What happened to his wife And what happened to him And what does she do Cause he gives her the monkey paw She like uses one wish to find the keys Uses the second wish to um To turn the car on Right cause it wasn't starting And her last wish is to bring the guy She just shot in the head with the bullet Back to life right But did does she not fucking listen to what he was saying? That like if she's gonna be a like her husband was gonna be a zombie, and yet yeah, it backfires also on her. Also, to and clarify, she,
1: she is in denial of the monkey paw. She doesn't want to believe in the monkey paw, and the guy is like, "Let me royally prove to you that the monkey paw is bad." So it's not like he's just like. You get three wishes, and, like, you get to live your best life. Like, he's, like, look at this. Like, he's, like, I will show you this gnarly cut on my leg where my wife bit me and, like, destroyed half, like, destroyed my whole fucking ankle. And it's, like, my wife is dead. Like, I am so depressed. Like, I'm so mentally unstable. Like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. And convinces her that it exists. So he convinced, like, it's not like she was, like, maybe the monkey paw could be good. No, she
0: doesn't care.
1: She doesn't care. And then she makes the wishes, and she's, like, oops. And then she makes the last wish and just, oop.
0: Yeah, it gets her mouth, like, ripped into yeah and then like everyone around her turns into zombies because oh, she went to like the morgue or whatever mm-hmm. it was just i it was probably one of my least favorites like when i because i already watched the season before so when i was going back actually you mm. know what honestly this probably shouldn't be my least favorite but i i'm not gonna change my list this is my list right now so yeah Night of the paw that's ranked number 12 for me so we're moving on to number 11 number 11 what is your number 11 Hi. Right, so I will say this,
1: uh, number 11 in the energy of, just like the, it's not that serious. I will say number 11 to me, uh, was Bad Wolf Down. I liked, it had, it had so much potential, it really did. But the second it started, I said, you can tell this was, this was written and directed by a straight man. Uh, not to assume, but it was just very, uh, but also, I don't know, because I had a strong female lead. So it could be, it could be not. But at first it? Was just,
0: no, it didn't. Well,
1: she led the, the beginning of the mess- but it was very Not really. uh, and she
0: her, said- her acting was kind of questionable i could her tell that i i don't think french was her first language no also it was confusing because uh okay
1: so just storyline give uh, a
0: synopsis quick synopsis very fast world war
1: ii is happening and you know they're obviously america's fighting with germany and these american soldiers are kind of like in this bunker area it's like a prison it's a police station it was okay, an a police, police station, station uh and you know germany's coming for them quickly uh and they this woman wakes up and she try like to just taps the guy on the shoulder and he freaks out and shoots her bitch
0: like and, and she's but to like, be she's... fair like earlier there's just like one guy steps into mm. a dead body i'm like how did you not see that body or smell it that uh, and there's like, like dead bodies of... in there like obviously like people were mangled in there and something's off so he shoots. So that this was woman. the part
1: that was uh, confused. That's part where I was like, "Come on!" Because they step in the body. He's like, "Oh my boots!" And then he goes, "We got a body over here." And then like his partner's like, "No, we got a lot of bodies over here." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, if I stepped in a body in my in my Balenciagas, I would scream. I would cry. I would go through trauma and therapy. I would just be like, no." He gets There's mad that lie, the man. guy
0: throws up. I'm like, yeah. dude."
1: And then one of the guys wakes up, and it's like throat is missing, is bleeding out. Is like, blah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he's like, "What happened here? What happened? Tell me what happened." And the guy's and the like, guy's "Dude, like, his
0: throat is slashed. He can't like, say anything. Can't talk." And then the guy just
1: dies. But so back to you know the hand. You know she spooks him. Yeah, and the, the, her. the
0: whole thing is like she locked herself in the prison because she's a werewolf, and she wants the she wanted the cross from that guy that shot her because it's silver. That. And it would have killed her. So, they are all surrounded by Nazis, and they're like, there's only one thing to do. They decide to all get bit by her, and she's speaking Mm -hmm. in French this whole time. I don't know. Maybe I haven't heard a lot of French people speak, but hers just seemed like French was her second language.
1: Also, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but why was she speaking in French, but then the Germans were speaking in English?
0: People are bilingual? Yeah, but, like... It probably didn't take place in Germany, babes. Germany I can take that, I can take
1: that. It just confused me. I was like, "Are you?" I was like, "You didn't have to have her have this awful French accent. Like, if you didn't, like, like if you could have just let her be bilingual
0: as well, and then we wouldn't have, have slaughtered this." Uh, they probably just wanted accent. the translation thing. Yeah, which is camp. She infects them all, and then when and then she dies because she like swallows the cross, I think. Um, yeah, she swallows the cross,
1: and she has a little bit of time, so she bites them, infects them the way that it, it's like it was like holocaust related but not holocaust related and then it was like how Nazi, is it not
0: holocaust related
1: like because it's like werewolf like it's it's fantasy fiction but it's taking time in this time period but also that was that was such a heavyweighted uh time period and such like a big thing and then like they like the germans were so mean and so so foul and like he's like you bunt muncher or what did he call them uh wiener schnitzels yeah, he like it was like, it was. I think, like he, I think he fully called
0: him. He's like, we need to get those wiener schnitzels. I was like, okay. yeah. And I was like, uh,
1: like I understand that this is like slight satire and slight comedy and slight horror, but also like, like at one point he was like, either you can come out or I'll wait for you. And I was like, they would not do that. They would just boom, boom. There would be, there is no hesitation. It, it was serving weird.
0: Main reason I can see why people don't like it. Are like that, what what basically happens is the werewolves massacre everyone. One guy had betrayed them, so that their captain goes up and finds them after he steps on a line man and then kills him, too. So that's the end of the story. So that's just,
1: I will say, the yeah, werewolves in World War II were not a correlation that mentally I was like, what? But the, the scene where he uh they get out of the jail cell and then they go up to their buddy, the, the guy that that trapped them in the jail cell that was their teammate, and he's like, you wouldn't harm me, and he like smiles. I was like, this is hot. Daddy werewolf could bite me.
0: I ranked mine a little bit different. It's not the next one up. But um, I will say special effects when those werewolves are killing those Nazis are pretty good. Like he like rips the jaw off of one of them. Mm, one of them gets gag. decapitated with a swipe. So
1: That part um, was gag. The jaw part was uh, and like the goo coming off of the chin and
0: uh, mm. the revenge plot. I did love the revenge plot. So for my rank number 11, I feel like people will rank this a little bit higher but it was Silver Water of Lake Champlain. That's where the, uh, the Loch Ness Monster is originated from. Is actually, like, real life. That's where it's from. And yeah. that's just what this whole story is about. It's about a domestic family, or domestic abuse family. And I just did not like it. I thought that it was very slow. I thought that it wasn't really scary. I thought that the acting was questionable. The... the Boy, who's in there, looks like he's not supposed to be in that movie. He looks like he's supposed to be an extra Mortal Kombat. Like he, yeah, like an 80s. Like he looks like he's supposed to be an extra in like an 80s or 70s movie. He doesn't like he's playing younger than what he, I don't know. It was just there's there's a creature, uh, uh there's a, a Loch Ness Monster kind of situation there where one's washed up and she's like, Oh, my dad was looking for this and he died trying to find it. And like now we have proof. Like, one of them even carves their names into the dead creature. I was like, that's not romantic.
1: Yeah, he's like, uh, the girl's like, you know, like, he, the boy's like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be famous from this. And she's like, no, my dad dad is going to be famous from this. Yeah. And then he's like, turn around. And it's very Twilight Um, when he's like, I know what you are. Oh, yeah. And uh, even
0: the the coloring, it's very gray.
1: Yeah. And so he's like, turn around. I've got a surprise for you. And so she turns around and then he carves into the, the creature that he finds. And it's like the dad's name plus her name and then a date and like a heart around it. And he's like, now your dad will always be remembered. And I'm like, the fuck?
0: Yeah, if like you Polaroid just etched into a that, yeah
1: dead body, if you submitted that, could you imagine that in a textbook? Just opening the textbook, you're and like, the like high Lockles school crush that my- you're
0: not gonna remember in like thirty years. I just yeah, yeah, I thought the story was kind of bland. Obviously, the stepdad who's an asshole gets his come up, and it's a happy because there's a there's another Loch Ness monster. It was that was actually the mother, and Whoa. it yeah, and it takes the dead body of the. The baby one so it was just like yep that's the end so and that was the last that was the last story of this season so i feel like that was not a high point you know what i mean
1: yeah that actually that is a really good defense because i i liked it more than a few of them and i I did notice it was kind of like towards the end that they were getting better uh but that one did kind of end kind of randomly and it was such a positive ending uh which i'm not saying there can't be positive endings in like a spooky moment but like it didn't really like it didn't leave you with that essence of like Oh, but there's more. Like, it was very trauma-loaded. It was very, very, very trauma-loaded. And then also, which was confusing, is, like, the girl's dad dies because of the Loch Ness Monster. And it basically ruins their family. Uh, and then she bumps into it well, casually Well, like, like he,
0: really him being obsessed with it ruined their
1: yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah, very that. And so then she bumps into the dead body. And she's not, like... For me, I'd be like, whoa. I need to call my therapist right
0: now. Like, I'm going to call BetterHelp, and we're going to figure this out together. She's just like wow. One of the things that bothered me the most was like when they're running from the water to the house. It's like bright, sunny daytime, really cool, and dark time. And then two seconds later, they're running back to the house, and it's bright again. I was like, nope, nope, yeah. doesn't. There's
1: only there's only. I think it was to clarify like the mist coming off of the lake.
0: Yeah, but it's still but... it was foggy outside too. The mist yeah. would make it that dark, and if it's a walking distance, which is what it seemed like, so. Yeah, that's why I ranked mine uh, at eleven, and I will uh, say just because we already talked about it, gray matter is ranked number ten for me. So team, that, it, it was just kind of like eh, you know, it was the yeah. first one.
1: I will say one that I actually forgot about until just now: the politician uh zombie movie. It was like I'm just like I to me that was a little bit lower.
0: Is that at ten?
1: Yeah, so that's like, you, I would have your number ten. Like, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I would have put it at 12, but it's my 10. Is the politician. Times
0: is tough and musky holler.
1: I honestly would have liked this one. I didn't like the storytelling. Yeah. But it was very, like, this is now, this is back then, this is now, this is back then, this is now, this is back then. But it was so heavy-loaded information that a lot of times they would explain it to you. Like, they would say it, and I would kind of just, like, get confused. And then when they would explaining it, I was too busy trying to process what they had just said that I kept getting lost on the translations.
0: Like, so- I understand they don't have to show the zombie apocalypse happening. I can understand that. We all know how it fucking happens. A bite, it spreads, we go from there.
1: We go from there. Come but, on. and,
0: and at, mine's at a different ranking on here, but the thing that I didn't really care for was, like, it could have had a really cool concept when their heads are sticking out of the ground. That's, like, a cool kind of scene where they're doing this game of just, like, releasing zombies without legs onto these people who have done them wrong but it's too too many characters Mm -hmm. and i think that's the bad thing it's too many characters and they've they relied too much on comic book um like comic book to explain everything that happened in the past like and this is the shortest one i think this is the shortest story in this whole thing it even has david arquette from scream uh, which I thought was very interesting that he was yeah. in here playing an officer, too, with a really bad Southern accent. But uh, um, any other, like, specific moments in that well, story that stood out that for you?
1: It was just, uh, it was such a small episode. And then it was, like, so, uh, they really want to portray that these people are bad people. So, basically, it's, like, bad politicians and people in this community getting sacrificed to zombies. Yeah, with super fear.
0: high religious people who, like, really, like, were basically leading a cult that killed a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and so they're getting punished. But, like, it was, like, because it was so short, they really had to, like, they wanted to get you to understand that these were bad people. And so it was, like, heavy, uh, again, like, trigger warning essence, like, very heavy trauma things that they were doing. But it was so casual, and it was, like, boom, you did this, and then, like, that was it. So it was, like, kind of weird for the mental, for me personally, for the mental psyche to, like, get into it. Because, like, at one point, that's like a trigger one, but they're like, this person raped people and many, many people. And then they're just like, this person uh, forced religion on people. This person uh, manipulated this. And then it was random, like, this person gossiped. Well, I mean, you I know? can
0: understand if you're, like, telling people, like, oh, like, that's part of manipulation. So I can Yeah, it is part of. Reason.
1: But it was very, like, heavy, heavy, heavy. I mean, like, she
0: must have been a real fucking nasty gutter bitch
1: then. That, but it was very, like, uh, it, didn't, it didn't, like, ease into the, 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 ease into it. It just very was, like, they did this, 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 and then they all died. I do and like the just... last
0: death where the guy gets his face like bitten off and it's just yeah. like, it's just exposed skull Skin. and bones and muscle. And just yeah. that scene of like, you know, all their heads being displayed and everyone is just kind of like cheering on. I think it was kind of cool. It's just, it was, was too very, short uh, and there was just
1: too much crammed in at once. That, because that was very comical. They did, it was the whole like, the game way, the, the energy, the people, the speaking, Playing their, like, uh, their false, like, preaches in between executions like that was iconic. It was, it was, it could, it has so much potential. Mm -hmm. So much potential. It just, that, that to me was not the one to make a 12 minute short of. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. What did you
0: rank number nine? Bob. Me too! (laughs) I I did uh, The (laughs) Finger. I did too. So, Bob is, or The Finger, is a story about... This guy who narrates this whole episode and he's talking about how he finds objects and he finds this he finds a weird finger and it looks like a middle finger he's like yeah I get the finger a lot my life sucks he's very self deprecating to the mm-hmm. point where it's just kind of annoying to follow him however so this finger he like knocks a drink onto it and the, dr- the drink is absorbed into the finger and then it s- starts to grow with more like food and it's really cool. Like, you see Bob. He calls it Bob. Bob is this little creature thing with beady little eyes. It look, I thought at one point he glued googly eyes on it. <laughs> That's what it looked like. I like the POV of Bob running around <laughs> with Bob, the camera the, on his back.
1: Bob running just sends me. Uh, it's so cute. And also, Bob, just for clarification, Bob looks like a miniature version of like a one xenomorph. of the aliens. Yeah. And so it's just like running around like and like it's there's fully it's a, of Bob's, a lot. Know, like purring is like eating popcorn. It on like soap couch,
0: operas.
1: Watching soap operas sleeps in a freezer mm-hmm. and is so cute and like curled up. I was like, Bob is is camp.
0: But- so you're probably thinking, why do we have it ranked number nine? <laughs> uh honestly
1: the narrator first of all but what's also his name
0: let me get it bob basically uh any
1: this this narrator obviously has anger issues and anytime he gets mad at someone bob kills them and then like like an animal uh brings yeah, i don't um, remember like, his name. offering so, oh like, yeah he, yeah I, yeah I, I, I forgot about that he's complaining about his ex to bob bob goes and gets the ex and like leaves the heart bob complains about the kids brings the ex Th- the kids, kids have uh, disappeared heads. yeah and then, uh, you know, this trucker yells at him and Bob brings a piece of, you know, artificial... Like, something, an artifact from the trucker. A debt collector keeps calling, uh, you know, homeboy narrator. And so Bob brings them their tongue. Like, Bob is just out here scout, And, like, the narrator's not... Which I think this is the thing, too, where, like, the narrator was okay with it. The way that the actor was just portraying it, like, it didn't give me sinister vibes. And I think it could have been a different... Like, it could have been a whole different route they Yeah, been, like... it
0: was the approach that was a little off for me. And I just don't like... I don't like narrators of characters breaking the fourth wall when they're like, when the, you hear them talking and then the character interjects and finishes with that. I just don't, that's just not my favorite
1: the only, I I it, like that. the only time I liked it, the only time I liked to this episode is when the police come to his door.
0: And he shuts the door on their face. And he
1: shuts the door and then he turns to like the camera and is like, they think that I did it. And he opens the door and is like, oh my God, my girlfriend, she's dead. But like, also you could, Homeboy was trying to get a tear. Like, he was, he was, she's, oh, she's, like, looking up to the yeah, sky, trying, okay. did not work, uh, yeah. made ugly face, Kim Kardashian, ugly cry, not my fantasy, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so but that's 10 out, of
0: 10, 10 out of 10 for Bob.
1: Bob? If Bob they would have made it very Bob,
0: cute.
1: i need more from Bob.
0: Yeah, I just wasn't a fan of, I don't like that, I just don't like that storytelling, I just don't like that kind of yeah. storytelling. So, honestly, if there was no Bob, this would probably be ranked a little bit lower, but because of the Bob. It's like a little bit just a little bit higher. Oh, um, and when
1: Bob shakes his head no or yes, when he's like uh Yeah, he like, like you moves food? his and whole was...
0: puppet body. And, and then he goes he's like oh. yes and moves like the whole puppet body. Yeah, it's Bob Bob is iconic. Yeah so that was both our number nines that's crazy out of one out of 12 we happen to have the same ranking so uh at number eight that's when i put times is tough and musky holler just because i thought the concept was kind of cool but it didn't really fizzle out honestly it probably could have moved a little bit lower but just because i liked the concept of their heads and the shot of them going Hmm. from below you see like uh like ant's eye anti-view of like their bodies going up in these chairs Mm. and then yeah i thought that was a cool display so what was your number eight my number eight at this point was uh carmen san diego oh that night of the night of the paw
1: yeah okay yeah i mean like i liked it a little bit more uh it was kind of the thing where i enjoyed i i love the story of monkey paw like that's one of my i saw play when i was in like sixth grade and i really liked the energy of it so i was kind of drawn to that but it was very like when i was watching it i could tell almost uh and not maybe th- because i have like a theater background but it gave me very uh, you need to look like you're a secret killer so we're gonna give you a silencer pistol and an oversized trench coat and a hat and like we want you to look like you're a dead woman zombie so we're gonna give you like these pearls like like everything was so stereotypical with yeah. the when it came to costuming and like scene building the camp it just got factor. lost in me you like the yeah. camp factor well that's that's why i rated it lower oh, okay. because it was so camp because the, the concept could have been because like he wishes for a killer. She shows up. She just killed her husband. Like that. Like but, that yeah. Like, that's, I just, that's cute.
0: It just didn't make sense to me because he knows the last wish would kill him regardless. Oh. So he could have done anything else. So.
1: And what pissed me off is she goes, He goes, I asked the monkey fall for a killer and here you are. And she's like, I'm not a killer. And he's like, kill me. And she's like, I can't. And he's like, But will you kill me? And she's like, I will. Like there was, I get you boom, boom, boom.
0: Yeah. So we're at number seven now. So that's when I put the bad wolf just because I like the prosthetics and i thought if we're gonna do a nazi kind of story which i'm so over over content on world war II, i we get it y'all there's a new movie every year and it probably wins a lot of awards of it i don't care about it like i don't care about the movie adaptations i understand the historical context and that it's very important to learn that but i'm tired of like exploiting the trauma of these people you know
1: that to be like world war ii and werewolves Hmm.
0: yeah the same with slavery movies i'm like y'all i don't need to see people getting whipped again like it's 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 just trauma porn it's just trauma porn i don't i don't i'm not a fan of that real quick we're gonna go to an ad break and when we come back we're gonna be talking about what What? oh sorry yeah that's you (laughs)
1: We are going to be talking about more of the Creep Show. Creep show which that's
0: like Creep zany show. when you see her perform. Oh, because oh. oh. it's really bad. No, I'm just... <laughs> ah! <laughs> Have you ever wanted to support the continuation of Stay On The Line, but you don't know how? Well, here's how. On Patreon.com, you can support the Stay On The Line podcast for just $1. Each tier has their separate benefits. Some include early access to episodes, video additions to the podcast, commentary tracks, and much more. Not convinced yet? I'll show you how to even sew a little on the Patreon. Yeah, you too could be a fashion girl up in this bitch. So, if you would like to support, head over to Patreon.com forward slash Stay on the line and you can start supporting the podcast and its continuation today.
1: Hello everybody, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that little breakaroni. We are here, uh me and Miss Terra Cardisha, and we are nope, going not to not my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me and Miss Terracard.
0: Uh, we are going to jump into more creep show, more spooky okey, oopy. So, what was your? Because I think we're at seven. So, what was your your right number seven? Mine was Lydia Lane's better half. <sighs> really? Okay, keep going. Number seven. Okay.
1: So basically, these two girls are fighting over woman of the year.
0: Lovers. No, then... no. She's already woman of the year.
1: That's yeah, her partner.
0: They're... Okay, so they're and they're fighting and and, and over a CFO. Are position she she hired uh she gave the cfo position to this guy instead of her partner and her mm. partner's mad at her celia the partner
1: yeah and so they uh you know they get to this big fight and you know they shove one and one falls onto the trophy lydia and goes... shoves celia onto the yes. trophy on, so... on accident
0: mm. she didn't mean to do that
1: yeah it was on purpose but the trophy goes into her noggin she dies um and so then uh Lydia's trying to, like, cover it up, and is like, oh, my God, oh, my God, and is like, let me escape, escape. I don't know where she was going, goes into the elevator with the dead body, and an earthquake yeah, happens. Yeah, she
0: puts the dead body in a chair and is throwing it out, and I'm like, does this place not have cameras?
1: doesn't have cameras? Also, like, what What was your, like, what was your end goal? You were going to go to the to the parking garage, and then, I don't know, but there's an earthquakes, they get stuck in the elevator, and while they're in the elevator, um, homegirl's body starts haunting her and Celia you know, starts
0: to haunt Lydia
1: yeah and so Celia starts to do some like creepy stuff and like it's it's not ever like you don't ever see Celia do it but like the cameras will flash and like her body will move and then like they'll flash again and her body moves cinematography 10 out of 10 the way they it 10 out of 10 um it just like I don't know I wanted a little bit more haunt in the elevator I guess
0: I mean you kind of do get it so when When... Because Lydia's stuck in there for, like, a day or two. Oh, that
1: was the part that... Yeah, she's stuck in there for a full 24 hours.
0: Yeah, because the Uh, earthquake was so bad that it's just really fucked up a lot of people. So, she's like, fuck this, I'm just gonna open up the elevator and get out. Because there's there's one point where, like, the... One gross thing is after the accident happens, she's, like, trying to take the statue out of her head. And then someone comes to the door and she just pushes it back in to her head. So, it's kind of gross. And then when she's in the elevator she's sitting across from Celia and then Celia's head just goes down and then you see the statue just come out and fall to the ground which was that made me nauseous it was, it was so gross but i do like the scene where Lydia's getting close up to her and a hand comes out of her head and grabs her i thought it was very cool it gave me very j horror which yeah. I, I really uh I was a fan of. And when Lydia's trying to escape, she's like climbing up because the when she opens up the elevator doors, there's only a small area. And we've seen this so many I'm times very- in movies where like she's like trying to get out. She has to go legs first because, you know, she has to climb up somehow. She goes legs first and when she's trying to leave, Lydia grabs her head. The elevator moves in and decapitates her. So when they find the bodies in there, Lydia's sitting with her with uh or Celia is sitting with Lydia's head in her lap, and I thought that was cool. However, I will say, Mortuary Collection has probably the exact same story. It's like the exact same story, hmm. where a lover—spoiler um, alert for Mortuary Collection, watch it on Shudder. Uh, this is the same thing, where they, the lover, is killed because it acts. They accidentally fall into something that impales them in the head. It looks very gross. He takes him to the elevator, gets stuck in the elevator, and then meets, like, he he doesn't die there. I think he just goes crazy, but that's kind of, like, the same thing. So I was like, "Mm." hmm, very, Mm. very similar.
1: Very peculiar. But I like this one, but that was your number seven? Yeah.
0: Okay, so what was your number six? I'm like, is it the same one that I have? Well, tell me what your number six is. No, you tell me. My number six was The Man in the Suitcase. Oh no, it wasn't. But it was very, that was very close. It was very close. So my number six was skin crawlers. Oh yeah. Okay, so why, uh I'll, I'll explain skin crawlers. So skin crawlers is basically a leech that this guy found in like this Amazonian forest or somewhere in the Amazon, and it looks disgusting. It's huge. It looks gross and. He uses it for his company to like lose weight all these people who are getting it and like day like days later they're from like 300 pounds to like under 100 or like 120 and you know the results are like yeah you lose a lot of weight but this one dude i think his name is henry and he's like i'm not getting that procedure because bitch what the fuck is that which i don't blame (laughs) him bitch that looks not good
1: gary it was yeah the whatever CGI or whatever that was, it was. It looked so real. It, so it was so. I think they use CGI and then they use
0: prosthetics too. But, yeah, uh, Long exactly story it. short. Uh, long story short, like the creature, I guess during an eclipse, animals can act a little crazy, and they say the whole time the creature is harmless, like it doesn't do anything except eat your fat. However, it implants eggs into you while it's eating the fat. So during this eclipse, like, bitches' heads start exploding. Who got the procedure done? Like, worms are coming out of people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Anything with eyes is gross. Like, the, the main doctor who does this, like, a huge creature comes out of him. And I think it's funny that the character who doesn't want the procedure done, because this is all televised, too. Like, they're trying to do the procedure live, and their main character is like, oh, finally, I'll do it, because he's getting peer pressured by everyone. He's like, oh, you don't need to work out anymore. You don't need a. you don't have to do all this healthy stuff. Which I like the message of that where it's like where it's like just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy because he's basically Mm -hmm. saying oh you can still be eating all this bad food you don't even have to work out anymore. Because I think a lot of people get that in their head where it's just like because you're skinny you're healthy when that's not the case, um, and even if you're plus size you can be healthy. Yeah. I think you know let's just get that through people's minds. But I do like how he kills the creature is with a vending machine. So, vending but then machine. the gross mm. thing though, I was like you have to have the plus size person eat the chocolate at the end. That's that's the one thing. I'm like, do we hate skinny people or do we hate fat people? Because it seems like that's what the story is. So, if it was like I. I think Henry was getting to the point where he was like, I actually like myself how I am. That's what makes me different from you, the guy who started all this. Yeah. Um, he doesn't explicitly say that, but I think it would have been fine if he didn't pick up a bloody chocolate bar off the ground and then eat it. Like, if he just did that and, like, left out, I'd be like, okay, great. But then they added that, so... That... Your, your thoughts on the story.
1: Uh, Very similar. The chocolate bar at the end, like, I understand that was, like, a cinematography, like, let's make it gag-worthy. Didn't like it, like... That's the last thing I would do in that experience, uh, and then also like the part that I didn't like was that each person had a different um, a different thing. So it was like homegirl, uh, you know, like the creature came out of her eye, and it was like this weird worm in her eye. Yeah. Uh, other homegirl, her head split open like Demogorgon style. The yeah. guy, the main guy, like this massive—I mean, massive creature that there's no way that physically could be inside of his body. Uh, this creature is like four feet by like two feet. Yeah, but, like it's just jumps out of his out of body. Her a lot of people are just puking and vomiting blood out of their nose and their mouth. So it's like each person that did this procedure had a diff, like this creature did a different thing to them.
0: But also so it was- maybe it just depends on how many procedures they got done, because obviously he found the thing. So how many procedures did he get done? So maybe yeah, there was just, just more, I don't know.
1: In him, which that can, to me, it was just like, it, especially with such a short series, when you don't get to, you don't have the, the chance to exp- or a short episode where you don't have the chance to explain so much. I think everyone should have their stomach just should have exploded, yeah. and I would have liked it if like maybe everyone's stomach exploded, you know, because because also like homegirl was like, like she randomly was like, oh my head, and like like what did you put, did you put the procedure in your noggin? Uh, so like if everyone would have just their stomach would have exploded, they would have thrown up blood uh, if it was like new in the procedure, and then him having like the yeah. big one because he's been doing it forever. That would have made sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it was was to make it seem like they
0: weren't, like, alien. Because I feel like that would be too much, like, alien. Where the parasite explodes. It's coming out of the the stomach. stomach, Which is
1: exactly what I thought. Because he, like, lays on the floor and, like, gets it up. And I was like, alien? But I just think there's ways they could have done it. And then also it was like, so what? A full moon just randomly caused this. Which they explained it there, like, because of the not a full moon uh, eclipse caused this they explained like the magnetics of the earth and like all these things like they can mess the animals frequencies i was like we didn't have to blame it on an eclipse like we could have done something else like we could have done something a little bit more because mm-hmm. this storyline was so based in reality I, like that just randomly being like the eclipse caused
0: this made it like not
1: reality in my mind are
0: you telling me that the the fat eating leech was it realist was realistic <laughs> Was really the crazy. you said it wasn't it was so based in reality. We have fat eating leeches that we use for procedures. We do like Not that leeches, bitch where you but... lose three hundred pounds in, like two. No, which like
1: that was a little like intense, but like you could have done something besides like an eclipse that happens once every day. Like, this is the first time this has happened in like two thousand years. Like this is the first time that it's so all if it didn't happen, MLB. would they have been fine? Nah that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, it would so if that would have happened, would you guys just have been fine? Uh and like you know, everyone was mad at homeboy because he was like, how dare you? Like, you lied to us. Like, you said you tested. He's like, I did test, but I didn't fucking pull out of my ass at an eclipse. Like, I need to test what yeah. happened during an eclipse. Like, That wasn't on my valid. bingo card. Yeah, but now I'm like, is this water that I'm drinking that's FDA approved going to fucking cause me to explode with parasites during an eclipse? Like, yeah, if you
0: get your water from Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, figure that out, government. If y'all don't know, Jackson, Mississippi does not have drinking water it is mm-hmm. almost black uh anyways your number six was the man in the suitcase so do you want to give yeah. like a synopsis of the man in the suitcase and then thoughts
1: man in suitcase literally this, this gentle human is flying he gets his suitcase there's a man inside the suitcase um coincidentally
0: the same looking suitcase as his
1: yeah so he grabs one one there's a man inside of it the man is like oh my gosh like these people have beat me up and put me in here whatever and so the boy's like oh my gosh let me get you out and every time the boy tries to get this man out uh, like, a coin comes out. And the coin is worth, like, so much money. Like, $200, 300 yeah. And the and coin the comes like, out
0: because every time he's hurt, like, yeah. he produces money.
1: Yeah, he's like, every time I'm in pain, I produce money. So the boy tells, you know, his best friend and his girlfriend. No, and... no, he doesn't
0: tell his girlfriend. His girlfriend just is just at he his place out. getting his ex-girlfriend comes to his place and is like you're sick there's you murdered someone and they're like no so that yeah they find this guy and he's in this suitcase like y'all he's not just doing like you know child's pose yoga pose in the suitcase his body is like a fucked up pretzel through a blender like it just things are not like he's contorted um in a a natural ways like when they try to touch him it's like cracking his uh, body
1: and so every time you you know pain and so then you know the you know, they the the roommate grabs the suitcase, throws it down the side the flight of stairs, and all these coins come out, and he's like, "We could be rich." So it's basically this like money scheme where like this this man is in the suitcase, and every time he gets hurt, money, he produces money. He's obviously at, like some type of you know like we we learn that he's like like a like a. Some well, sort like, of
0: demon god.
1: Like demon god, something like, but we know it's like, it's an entity. It's not like a, a normal Yeah, human. he's not
0: a, yeah, he's not a normal person.
1: And so, you know, they're, they're causing pain and they're inflicting all of this pain and they're, they're making so much money off of it. And then yeah. the boy who finds him is kind of yeah, like, this Justin, song.
0: Yeah, Justin's like, e- even initially he's like, I don't want to do this, but we'll just give it 48 hours to yeah. do this. But they're like, when 48 hours passes, like his ex, who was also sleeping with his, his roommate his friend which is fucked up like they're sleeping with each other and they don't know they decide like cause he's like oh i'm gonna call the police bitch do not say that to people who are trying to hurt somebody for money because what does his girlfriend do smashes his phone and then s- bashes his head in and he falls down the stairs
1: he falls down the stairs and is is like unconscious and so she, the girl's like what do we do now and the the boy the roommate is like we rob him like we just we we beat the fuck out of this man one more time and we bounce like we run And they go to do it, and instead, like, this demon thing, instead of, like, being like, oh, I'm in pain, starts laughing sinisterly, and is like, ha ha and then comes out of the bag and turns to this huge, giant monster thing, and then, you know, boom, two suitcases, and then does the same thing to, like, puts them in the suitcase. Yeah. So it's basically, like, a morality test. The thing I didn't like about it was that, like, the whole scene with, like, the cheating ex-girlfriend, like, that was not necessary to the storyline. I already, like, it to me, it was like, you're doing this to get me to see that this is a bad person, but I already knew this is a bad person because they're inflicting pain. On a stranger, yeah, because it,
0: it. his friend says, as he's reaching for his food, you let people walk over you. And he's already like, he's eating his, he's eating our main character, Justin's food. So you can tell he's kind of an asshole. The girlfriend's yeah. already an asshole, too, because she's, yeah. I will say the like, thing I didn't like <laughs> was the soundtrack where it's just like, i smoke weed yeah it was very 2013 where like do you do y'all remember that period in like 2012 2000 to like 2014 where like white people just made like everything about weed in their movies to make it seem like it was cool do y'all know what i mean do you remember this
1: the commercials with the girl where she's like this is what happens if you smoke weed
0: oh where she's like deflated or something yeah oh i didn't know that was weed but like but you know what I mean, like workaholics around that time area, like people just thought yeah. like smoking weed was like, oh, it's so cool. Where it's like, it's just weed, y'all. Um, that so that know, even, that, uh, that undertone was in this this uh, a episode. lot
1: because she even like ex girlfriend calls him and she's like, are you drunk? And he's like, no. And she's like, are you high? And he's and he's like yeah what about it like who cares and then she's like well if you don't start doing something with your life like i don't want to be with you anymore so i'm gonna leave the decision up to you yeah it's, and it's like girl he's just like, people use it to cope i will with say his acting wasn't that bad no he was i really liked his character yeah it's just like this is the so first the beer one then like the weird the weird levels of like family home trauma and and then now like the weed substance uh be- I don't, and I don't know if it's because it's just so short that they're trying to desperately hammer in that like this is like a negative connotation, but it's very like I'm like you obviously we're not around anybody who smokes weed because no one who smokes weed is gonna watch a YouTube video about people smoking weed and then listen to a song about weed while smoking weed, you know what I mean? Like I was like we get it, you don't have to force it down my throat that he smokes weed. Yeah. The one thing I did like is that on the TV there was like uh, during the, one of these little trippy episodes there was like a lamp and like a a genie in, like, uh, mystical magic, and there was coins. Like, while he was watching this video, it kind of alluded to uh, what was going to happen. And I thought that was a very cinematography-like camp. Loved the graphics, loved the storyline. It just, there was so much extra that we don't Mm -hmm. have a lot of time we didn't need.
0: And apparently this this demon thing does this a lot and just has all these suitcases of people that he does this with yeah. frequently. Uh, I love that Justin survives at the end. He's, like, in the hospital and the the guy writes him. He's like, if you ever need anything, let me know. I mean, he's not an asshole to people who aren't assholes, but if you're an asshole, that, he will punish you, so.
1: I wish he would have left, like, a bag of coins versus, like, flowers. Like, that would have been more mentally, like, I like honestly, oh, after
0: that, I'd have be been like, I'm done seeing coins.
1: Yeah, you'd like, no more coins.
0: Yeah. So, my rank number five was the man of the suitcase, just because I liked it a little bit better than the skin crawlers. So, what was your number five?
1: The House of the
0: Head. <laughs> I'm dead that... The House of the Head is a story about this girl who has a dollhouse, and she has all the... It's a huge dollhouse. There, mysteriously, is a random head that shows up in there, and progressively, when she leaves, or even when she just turns her head, the dolls are moving frame by frame in different points in the house where this creepy head is, and... The head is, like, killing the dolls. Like, it's decapitating them. Uh, Eventually, like, she tries to get a police officer doll in there. uh, A Native American doll, which I was like, why did we have to add that in here? I hate the spiritual Native American uh, trope. trope." And, of course, they added it in the story. It would have been absolutely perfect if they didn't add that. They should have just had a priest doll. And then, yeah, like, all the dolls are dying. And there's, like, this one peak moment where she's, like... All the dolls have died They're literally being decapitated And it's pretty spooky I actually really like it I like this story It's like the second one in the the whole series And um, she throws the doll head out of the bedroom And she's like, you know what? No, I just need to get it out And when she finds the the tiny doll head It's not tiny It's human head size now But she puts that shit back in that dollhouse, and she tells her parents, bitch, get this shit out of here. What What did you like about that story? Because, I mean, it's ranked number five for you. To me, like,
1: I loved uh, the cinematography, the way that they do with the camera splicing to where, like, she's looking in one room, and then she, like, can- like she pans, like, and the camera follows her, and, like, she looks into the other room, and then she, like, looks to the room below it, and then she looks back in the first room, and, like, they change positions. Mm-hmm. Um, You never see the dolls move, but, like, you- they're always in a different position, and yeah. that was so cool to me. I loved the lighting i love the setup i loved everything about it i did the whole part was like she goes to the the doll store and she's like i need a priest and he's like i got a police officer no no no. Uh,
0: he, he, she already bought the police officer then so she's she, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 he's yeah. like no i have a native american person they're very spiritual
1: that i was like uh that was confusion uh really did not, random. Like said, did not need it did not like that was very awkward the one that drove me a little crazy is these dolls are obviously moving and you know that from the very beginning and she's always like, "Who moved you?" Like she says that like nine times to these dolls. Like she's like, oh, "Who put you outside? Why did you move? Why did-? I'm like, "Girl, your dolls are obviously haunted. Chill." I loved that she did say like, "This is haunted. Get it out of my house." And the parents were like, "Okay." Like there wasn't that. Like yeah, but they baby immediately paid gave it away. That. Yeah,
0: there was so that I did like. But she's like, sitting like, in that car, me mugging, like, I don't give a fuck. She's not like, even I'll looking go. at the house. Ugh.
1: At the end, the part that really, where I was like, what this wasn't higher also, was, like, the camera zooms in on the house, and the doll's, like, head turns around. And it's like, ah! And then it ends. I was like, that, we didn't need that for dramatic effect. Did it turn? Yeah. So it's like, the doll's just like this, and then the head turns, and then it cuts into the comic book style. And then it kind of, like, pans out. And it, it was not necessary. Uh, um, I don't
0: remember that. I do know that this... This story had a lot of cool shots. Like, there's this real close-up shot of the little tiny doll in the house, right? And then it pulls out and zooms out all the way through the through, house. Like, it's inside, like, very far in the house. I thought that was a really cool shot, so... Yeah, only thing that I really didn't care for was just the adding of the Native American spiritual guy. thought that was so random. I like that she doesn't tell her parents. And then there's this whole thing where she's, like... She's, like, saying, like, oh, my kid's figuring things out. That's why they call it figurines. Like, she's, like... Obviously going through the stage in her life where she's like figuring out things Personally and she's realizing, you know, she's maturing in a way that's like not normal for other kids So so that was your rank number five personally because we're gonna go into rank number four That was my rank number four. It was really hard to decide my rank my top four Uh, I think the the top four are pretty good stories So what was your number four
1: the crawlies the creepy crawlies the, the worm the fat
0: the fat the skin crawlers?
1: Yeah I like gotta put that there. Because I did like the storyline. I just, yeah. Work.
0: Okay, so what is your number three?
1: My number three would probably be, I'm trying to think of which one I haven't said. Like you didn't I say Silver sure. Water
0: on Lake Champagne, on Champlain.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, well then, yeah, that'd be, yeah. Because I know my first two, and that would be my third one. Because I did like, I did like the energy of, the storyline i did like that it was a lock monster i liked that it was like a little bit different i just did not like the things that i didn't like about it that i'd said it prior mm-hmm. but like when it comes to professionalism to me that was one of the most to me they had like a very good budget and i liked what they did with it i liked what they did i mean yeah um, having a
0: giant body like that of a sea creature is not cheap at all
1: that um, i and just I didn't liked, care
0: for the story
1: yeah and it's one that like uh I don't like there's certain certain cinematog certain tropes that like I would like I don't know I would like to maybe not see in creep show, like to me the lion's monster isn't like a horror spooky mysterious like thing, it's like a a cryptid
0: which is spooky though
1: which is spooky so I I can see the contradiction I just don't to me it didn't fit in the element of like the weight of all the other stories
0: it just wasn't scary
1: yeah like there you wasn't could make any... it
0: scary it just wasn't scary.
1: Yeah, the only part that was scary was, like, the stepdad dies, which, like, we all were rooting for in the first place, mm-hmm. so it wasn't even, like, a... Hmm.
0: So it's ranked number three for you?
1: Yeah, well, because number three, I, I really liked the cinematography of it, and I really liked, to me, it was the most... I could mentally understand it, like, I could be like, hmm, okay, this, like, this is, this storyline makes sense. There wasn't, they did not focus on a lot of side trails. It was very, this is what's going on, this is the family, this is what the problem is, this is what we're obsessed with, this is how it's ending, done. Uh, There wasn't like added fillers, so to me, it was a lot easier for my brain to like dissect it and understand it.
0: My three was All Hollows Eve. Um, (sighs) That's this is a story about a bunch of kids, and they're going through trick or treating one last time. To us, we think it's just them growing up and they're being adults, Mm -hmm. right? So they're going through, and you're realizing these kids are kind of assholes to everyone. They're like literally going into people's houses and like grabbing shit, like food and snacks and shit like that. And then you slowly realize that they aren't doing this for no reason. They're going through all these these houses and they get to this last house where they're going to get this kid and take him with them and kill them. Which you're thinking, this is kind of crazy, but it turns out that this whole group of kids was actually murdered by another group of kids. They were all burned alive in a tree, Uh, which is really fucking sad, you know? Like, one of them... (laughs) There's two of them where they're brothers and one of them's a younger brother and he says to him at the end, I wish I got to know you longer, which is really sad. Even the mom at the end of the the bad kid is just like, you know what, they're just going to keep coming back every year until they take you. So the real reason why this is their last time here is because they're killing the last kid that did this to them. And they do. They set him on fire and... Yeah, they all kind of have their goodbyes because they're never going to see each other again, which was just really sad. Like, it gets really sad at the end. It was more that, sad than scary. I will say the only thing I don't really care for is just, like, it was very, like, we're the dragon club or <laughs> something. I was like, this is too, like, 80s, too 70s. Yeah, yeah.
1: like, we do Dungeons and & Dragons and we call ourselves the dragons.
0: Yeah. And then there's, like, the bad evil gang. And they're like, ha ha. It- it's the laugh for the-, the antagonist for me. He's literally, like, the most... Generic, stereotypical evil laugh, like ha 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 Yeah, <laughs> I to me that was actually
1: my one, like that was my number one. Wow, list, spoiling uh,
0: yourself, your own list, bitch. But I the list loved that it. you you're now making. But well, to me that
1: was my favorite one, and to me that was like, ranked highest on my like ten out of ten. Like I loved the, I loved the characters, I loved the age. I was like these kind of all seem like they're they're accurate in age range. There was no one that I was like this is weird. The only part from this, and I loved the way the storytelling. I loved how it eluded where you didn't know, and then at the end you were like oops. I mean I caught we caught on pretty early because they like walk into everyone's home uh, and everyone just like lets it happen. So pretty early on I was like something's going on with these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the fact that like you locked him because like they lock him in a tree house as a prank and they light the tree on fire and they're like oh man like the the main character's like it was never supposed to get that serious i'm like well, what do you do expect like you you lit that tree on you, fire with them you let there. the tree on fire and you lock the door like, and you didn't did have you... any
0: way like to put out the fire too
1: yeah and like they didn't they eluded it for like a second like he turns to his friends and he's like hey i don't think we should be doing this anymore and then they just let it like then the flames just engulf the place and they just like he walks away like there's yeah. no Oh my god, we fucked up. I like, get it. Like there was none of that. So that was the only part that I was like, meh. And then the mom is like, you know, they go to the, the mom's his mom's house and they're like, give us your kid. And the mom's like, he's not here. And they're they're like getting aggressive. And then the mom's trying to be like, okay, you win. He's
0: here. Well, because yeah, the she didn't like, have it in her to shoot these kids that she knows yeah. our dad. Yeah, I do like, like the scene where it's like the kid, the youngest kid, he has like a ghost sheet on and he lifts his his sheet up and it's just a charred Gross, muscly, bloody oh, face.
1: To me, it was one like it was the strongest one, in my opinion. It just the fire part could have been done differently, and like the mom could have been a little bit different as well. It just wasn't was...
0: scary to me. That's why I didn't rank it number one for me.
1: But it is really scary. That. That's I can why I see said that. the
0: top four was really hard for me to.
1: Yeah. What was your number two?
0: My number two is probably going to be the same as yours, the companion. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now the the <laughs> companion, right? So the companion wait what was ranked number three for you my number three was the lockless monster oh okay yeah we had a whole yeah. discussion about that the companion actually one of my favorite things about the companion is this so i don't remember the kids honestly all everyone's name starts with an h so his name is probably harold i think it's harold actually the kid and he's being bullied by his brother billy like literally his brother beats him the thing that i actually loved about this was that his friend that we meet in the beginning who's just like kind of like a little chubby kid and i think his acting is just really good i think that he's funny and he's just a really nice friend he's like oh you want me to beat your brother up like I, i can do it for you and you know obviously this little kid is not gonna beat beat his brother up. his older brother up like he just doesn't have the strength for that but he's just really nice. He's like, you, you can stay at my place if you need. And here, I left you some snacks here for you too. I just, I don't know, I really like that kid. I thought he was really funny and his acting was good. Um, other than that, the story takes place, like the, he is running because his brother comes after his friend leaves. They're like near a stream. Harold, I think his name is Harold. Harold is running in these. Sh- sh- like, he is running until it is nighttime, and his brother is still, like, chasing him, saying he's going to kill him. Like, it's crazy how long he's chasing so- him for. And he stumbles upon the scarecrow where he takes the, a cane out of it. It looks just like a regular stick. And he goes into this house, and then the scarecrow comes after him, and he finds out through a dead body. That's in the basement because he falls through the basement. That the dead body created the scarecrow after his wife passed away. I think with the wife's heart, right? Was it with yeah. the heart? Yeah. The wife
1: like did like sewing and stuff and like made like a, a heart pillow thing. Yeah. Plus thing.
0: So he made this scarecrow companion that was sentient, and he had to put down the scarecrow because the scarecrow fully killed a little girl. Like we see a shot of like the scarecrow's like roots in this child. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty intense. scary. I like the the roots and because you see the roots going in, it's like stop motion kind of looking. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it looks cheesy. I think it looked pretty cool. I loved and, it. I was like, that is that got me. That got finger out
1: for me. Yeah, because like, the roots like reach under a door at one point and like.
0: Yeah, it's like it was, getting this kid, and it, it has some pretty like spooky moments. And then he puts the scarecrow down by jamming the staff back into its heart. And then he leaves, right? He goes back home and then you see him sewing something and he sews his older brother, Billy, into... Which I was like, Queen of Sewing, we love that. Uh, he <laughs> hand-sews his brother. Is that his exact hmm. Yeah, bitch. I think he is like fishing wire too. Um, yeah. He sews his brother into the bed and then it's revealed that he has the cane. Our main protagonist has the cane and uses basically the scarecrow. Because you can control the scarecrow, right? With this cane. cane. And he uses the Scarecrow to kill his brother. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. I thought it was a pretty good, like, it's my, my rank number two. So I thought it was just a really good story. I there, was yeah. not, there wasn't honestly that many flaws with me, like, with this story. I didn't have any moments where I was like, I hated that. It was just maybe just, I just thought it was maybe wild that, his brother is chasing him for hours like for me the part that
1: was the only part that I'm like mm-hmm, Was like he falls, you know, the boys the scarecrow outside the house is, you know Coming in and the boy runs and he tries to run upstairs and falls through the stairs that part Like that was so good His first is like foot falls through and you can tell he's hurt And then his whole body falls through him really good on cinematography Really good on all the camera angles like I it was very believable but, like, this, the scene, he's, like, on the floor, and he's, like, in the basement, like, catching his breath, and he looks up, and the Scarecrow's, like, peering down at him. I really wanted the, the Scarecrow's arms to be, like, whoosh, you know, and like, the roots start coming out on that point. Because I was, like, we watched these roots devour a child, and then we watched these roots pry underneath this door. Like, we know this thing can move. Mm-hmm. I would have liked that. Uh, just for cinematography purposes, uh, versus, like, the Scarecrow being, like, ah, let me... Go to the basement door, come get ya. And then it really jumped. I mean, I liked the end. I liked how it was, you know, like, Platos, I got the scarecrow in my home, but I was in my, like, I was like, how did you get the scarecrow there? What did you, how did you do that? How did you harness that?
0: I don't really need to know. It he just took the staff out of it. He took the staff out of it and it just followed him.
1: And it just followed him. Yeah. I would have liked, like, see, I would have liked to seen that. Like, I would have liked to seen... No, just, like, that I second. think
0: that would have been too... We would have been seeing the scarecrow moving too much. I think, like, the too least much. we know, we better. Then you had that cool reveal of the scarecrow in the room.
1: In the room, in the being, a like, plot twist. But also, all the actors, really good. The boy, to me, that, that was the first time I, t- I took, like, a mental note, and I was like, this is the first time that I've seen, like, the kid actually looked like his age range. Yeah. But just the whole storyline was really good. I don't mm-hmm. know, I liked
0: it. That's why it was uh, my number the two. The only thing I will probably say is just, like, when they're doing the flashback of the guy making it, it's a little slow. It's a yeah. little slow, but that's the only thing. I really liked it. My number oh. one.
1: Oh, no, go. Well, also, the part, the one part that was kind of weird is, like, he finds bones on his property and puts them into the scarecrow. And I was like, now once did you question these bones?
0: I think they were, like, animal bones. Because, like, the, yeah, the, but... the the face of the scarecrow is like a boar of some sort. Yeah,
1: it's some type of animal. But the I was just like, you are finding bones on your property that are not animals that belong to you. And you're not questioning I mean, he lived, lived,
0: like, in a farm, so really, it could have... Been anything. Yeah, it could have been anything. So, I'm not surprised if he just found random bones, um, because it seems, like, animalistic. But my number one was Lydia Lane's Better Half, just because I feel like both of them were great at acting, the story was solid, it ends in a satisfying way, and, um, I didn't put all Hollow's Eve there just because I didn't feel scared. It was dreadful, but I didn't feel scared, and the companion and Lydia's lane I feel like there were moments where it was kind of scary so that's why I like Lydia's lane better and lesbians lesbian lesbians. rights and really you already explained books. your number 1 too so yeah that was yeah. our our number list so
1: all in all i was very impressed with the uh series as a whole like really good i loved how artistic it was i loved being able to see the different layers and it was really good storytelling
0: me when I cut onions, I just like seeing the different layers. Layers. <laughs> yeah, it was a solid season. I think the next season is only five episodes, and then I think the third season is six or five episodes. They're only forty minutes each, so it's honestly very easy to binge this stuff. So if, if you want to, you can just head over to Shutter, and yeah, Shutter sponsored this podcast. Some of the acting was questionable, and then some of the acting was really good.
1: Yeah, the part that it was also something that, like the uh, the the list of actors like big names so all right
0: <laughs> Zanny, where can we find you
1: um you find me on instagram at zany.ex and uh you can find me on facebook at just zany
0: you can find me tarot card on all platforms that's t-e-r-r-a-h-c-a-r-d you can find this podcast on most platforms under stay on the line uh twitter stay on the line tc facebook stay on the line uh instagram stay on the line podcast And then make sure you leave a rating and review on your listening platform. And if you want to see the full video versions of the podcast, as well as bonus content, you can head over to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash stay on the line, where, yeah, we have three different tiers. And even at the lowest tier, you still get early episodes, and you also get the uh, commentary track. So I'm actually going to read our highest tier, which is our pee-pee-poo-poo tier. going to read off our peeps so we got matt king caitlin b willow whisper kiki and dot keith w po Bray, Zincat coronation and rebecca carlson so if you want to join the patreon and if you join the highest tier you get your name right out on the podcast for now i don't know if i'll ever get so many that will be overwhelming but like right now you get that shout out and yeah And I don't think I have anything else that I need to plug in. If you want to see us do season two, uh, ranking of season two's episodes through a list. (laughs) Through a list. (laughs) Through a list. um, I love a list. uh, Yeah. Let me know. Or Zanny know. So until next time, I'm Tara Card. And I'm Zanny X. And make sure you stay on the line. (laughs) Bye.